dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, mother... I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show, Breakfast Club, bitches. Hey, good morning, Angela Yee. What's up, Envy? Charlemagne not there yet, right? Of course not. All right, but it's Tuesday! Yes, it's a Tuesday. Very interesting day yesterday. I know, I heard about it. There was a lot going on. I'm actually in Miami right now. Uh, I I signed a Dominican artist, his name is Shalo Shack. Real big in the DR, real big overseas, and uh, he was out here working. Mm-hmm. At a couple of meetings, so I had to uh, run here real fast, and then it was really real nasty. I couldn't get back, so I decided to spend the night. So, which is not too bad because the weather in Miami is about ninety degrees. It's very beautiful, but that's what I'm at. All right, How that about you, yeah? beautiful. Well, yesterday I actually had to uh, do a Q and A with Drew Bernard. Now he does real estate in Brooklyn, but you know, real estate in Brooklyn is a lot different than a lot of places. Yes, and he owns a lot of different brownstones and properties, so he walked us through one of his latest purchases, Dope. how he did it from start to end. He showed everything in detail. He pulled up all the reports that he did and uh, just showed how he managed to buy this property that actually, there was a fire, and it was next door to another oh, yeah. property that he owned, but he also has his contractor's license, and he has his real estate license. I love that. Mm-hmm. So he was talking about how he manages to save a lot of money on doing these properties because what he did himself, what he mm. had to get help doing, and um, how to actually even go in and... Because, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Brooklyn is very expensive. Very expensive. So imagine this brownstone that had a fire but still ended up costing $1.25 million. Wow. Then you have to rehab it on top of that. And so he, he went through the whole process of how he rehabbed it, how he bid on the... Um, or made an offer, how you should make an offer, mm-hmm. how you do all your research, pull all the comps, and then... He showed us all the checks that he got. He talked about uh, getting home equity loans and then going on to the next project. He doesn't like the fact that I like to pay as much Everything as possible. Yeah, he I thinks told I, you. I know. He was really going in on me. Some people would be like, oh, why do you want to owe money? Why do you want to pay off your mortgage? But he talked about why it's important to have cash and how you should use other people's money and not use all your money when you buy a home. I tell that to you all the time. And you was like, no, I don't like to have bills. I want to pay I don't. Off. I really See? don't. And I'm going to be honest. I'm still going to pay this. Yeah. I know, but I try to tell you, but I would love to have a conversation with him. I do a lot of real estate, and it doesn't matter how much you know. It's always talking to people because there's always some knowledge that he can help me with that maybe I might not see. Maybe he can help me with better. So I would love to have a conversation with that guy. Yeah, it was a, it was a great conversation, and he's uh, he talks about how he only does things that's going to get him six figures or more. Dope. Well, I can't wait to talk to him. And now and- you don't need your own money. And today on the show, we have Devlin Carter. He'll be joining us. Now, Devlin Carter, he's a fashion designer and sneaker designer. And he's Devlin, black. Make sure he's, to say that. Hey, Charlemagne. And, uh, yeah, so he'll be joining us. He'll talk about some of his uh, latest creations, his latest designs, and how he's doing, how he got into the industry. He's worked with Steph Curry. He's designed for Under Armour. So we'll chop it up he, with him. He's just, he's just got a great story. He used, to he, be, does. he used to be in the Coast Guard, and just the way that he even stumbled across mm-hmm. you know, being a fashion designer when it was right under his nose the whole time, but he was avoiding it. Just, just his, his whole story is amazing. Yeah, so and we'll of course, this morning, we got to talk about Queen Radio. That was trending yesterday. 
Mm-hmm. That's Nicki Minaj. She has her own radio show on Beats One. And she had a conversation and mentioned The Breakfast Club and Joe Button and a couple of other things. Joe I'm Button sure was we'll, there. I love yeah, he was, Nicki well, Minaj. For a little bit. I, I love, love Nicki Minaj. Drop on the clues bonds for Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj is highly entertaining. I love Nicki Minaj. Dramos, drop a bomb for Nicki Minaj. I love Nicki Minaj. By the way, it's not like we don't have, or at least me, I, I talk to Nicki. I haven't spoken to her in a couple months, but we've texted and had phone conversations about these same things that she keeps bringing up, but I love Nicki Minaj. Last time I spoke to Nicki Minaj was three years ago, CIAA. I thought y'all was friends. And That's she not told what me, she said. She said, y'all, she, you and, hit her like yesterday. reached out to her recently. You, you, you need to stop lying. Somebody lying, Envy, and I don't know who it is. You didn't I, reach out to her? No, and she told me to suck her D. That was three years ago, CIAA. You deserved you, what, she, she invited you to a good time. Well, she did. <laughs> she was, <laughs> that was the last time I spoke to Nicki well, Minaj. Well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it this morning. But I love Nicki Minaj. Drop a bomb for Nicki Minaj again. Drop a bomb for Nicki Minaj, God damn it. <laughs> all right. Well, let that love translate to the radio. Very entertaining. But we'll get into all that. And then we got front page news coming up. And, of course, get it off your chest. But what are we talking about when we come back, E? Oh, since you started talking about sneakers, let's talk about Nike launching a new subscription service. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Hey, salute to all the left-handers out there today. Today is International Left-Handers Day. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get... I decided to salute all the left-handers. I know it's a lot of y'all. We all got a left hand. Some of us still don't use it. All right. Well, let's get into front-page news. Where we starting, Yee? Uh, well, let's start with Nike. They've launched a new sneaker subscription service, and that's going to be for kids age 2 through 10. So there's three different options. You could pay $20 a month, six pairs for $30 a month, or 12 pairs for $50 a month. So you get to choose from a selection of around 100 sneakers. Not bad, right? And they said this is really for people who maybe don't have a sneaker store near them or find it difficult to actually get to the store to buy these things for their kids. Maybe they just don't have time. And that program's going to really help them out a lot. They actually started piloting a sneaker club for kids two years ago. So far, it grew to 10,000 members, so they think they want to do this more broadly now. Yeah, but it got it's it can't be the trash sneakers. Like, I owned a sneaker store, and they used to give you the dope sneakers, but you also had to buy the trash sneakers as well. And the trash sneakers would just sit on the shelf because nobody ever wanted to buy them. So it doesn't matter if... if it only works if, if you are able to pick the sneakers that you want and not the trash ones. Uh, yeah, I mean, but look, these uh, age 2 to 10, you know, maybe you just don't have those options around you and it'll save you a lot of time. And those kids grow so fast out of their sneakers anyway, right? The kids still don't want the trash sneakers. <laughs> yeah, the kids like, definitely don't want the trash sneakers. Like, sneakers is not one of those things that people <laughs> take just because they're free. Like, I uh, mean, they have Air Max. Those aren't trash. Yeah, I love Which ones, the 95s? I don't know which ones. Some right? of them are trash. You know, 95s, yes, but some of them are trash. Some of the kids, they ain't going to want them. And you know what? Uh, these sneaker companies, when they do stuff like this, they got to realize that they can be contributing to bullying because, you know, if you go to school with a trash pair of sneakers, you're going to get teased out of your goddamn socks. Okay? That is true. Then what are those? Like, true. that's one thing that has never changed throughout the history of time. People have always gotten clowned for their sneakers. Even that the whole... What are those? What are those? That's what I'm saying. What are those? This is a, this, I'm 41 years old. It's been going on forever. Okay? It's not going to change. Uh, right now, this is big news. The Trump administration has released a regulation that could dramatically cut the number of legal immigrants that are allowed to enter and stay in the U.S. So it's easier now to reject green card and visa applications. Now, you know what else they're doing? They've made it a rule that would disqualify legal immigrants from permanent residency if you get certain public assistance programs. And it'll also block prospective applicants that would need them. So in other words, they only want people that are uh, of the very more elite status 
to come into this country and be able to get these applications. So if you have Medicaid, food stamps, housing vouchers, anybody that would be more likely to need government assistance in the future, you could be turned down to get your green card or your visa from the United States. Mm. What happened to give me your tired, your poor... Your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. Is that, I don't even know the real. I just wish people were really paying attention to what's going on in the White House. We, 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 we are not. We're too focused on his tweets and the distractions he causes. But, you know, you're looking forward to 2020 and I'm sitting back thinking, why are we looking forward to 2020? We don't, we don't even know if the elections are going to be on the up and up. We don't even know if our votes going to really matter in 2020. Because all right. it's all kind of interference from foreign countries. That nobody seems to be talking about. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning. Or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Mike. What's up, Envy? Mike, what's up, bro? Mike, Mike. How y'all doing this morning? We good, man. Get it off your chest, bro. I'm upset, man, because they let me go for my job last week. And when I asked for the reason, man, they, they couldn't give me no reason why they would let me go. Oh, uh, well, do they have to give you a reason? I know in some states it could be just... Really? I thought they had to give you a reason. But, hell no. I don't even think here they have to. But my thing is, is they tried to they tried to give me a disciplinary notice for something that I ain't even do. I won't even tell that thing when it happened. Oh. Well, you got fired on your day, day off? What did, what, what did they say you do? What did they say you did, my brother? Man, they tried to... Because I do landscaping. They tried to say I hit a light pole with the mower, man. That sound about right. Nah, I don't. But I'm happy because I got a job the same day. I mean, what, you just went next door and cut, in, cut somebody else's yard? Like, what's your f***? <laughs> like, what nah, you... that, was not, that, was, that was my reason for taking off, man, because I was leaving that job anyway. Why don't you start your own landscaping business? I already do. Okay, there you go. There you go, bro. You don't, right. no, don't got to work for nobody oh, to cut no grass. He'd probably be freelancing. continue blessing me, man, so I'm happy. That's right. Look at God. All right. Sometimes Have you need one, that bro. extra push to really get it going. All right. Hello. Who's this? What's up, Envy? This is your boy, Gary, with Convicted Conversation. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, bro. Chillin', chillin', chillin'. Hey, y'all know that boy, um, Epstein, everybody keeps saying he dead, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see they raided his island yesterday. I saw that. If he was dead, they wouldn't have raided his island, bruh. Well, I they think they raided his island because they didn't see nobody. Trust me. Well, they're also still trying about? to get evidence because they are going <laughs> to still go ahead with the uh, suits against him, against, with the women that have come forward accusing him, and also the other people that he supposedly su- supplied these young girls to. So they are still going so to, to pursue those cases. Suit, even though they don't have a person to sue? Yes, they are. They They've already the said estate. that. Wow. Mm-hmm. They can sue the estate, my brother. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah, right, and, right. And, and I'm sure there's more evidence in that house. I'm sure there's computers in that house. And also other people files. tied in as well. Yeah, it's other people that, yeah, that, that, are, that are part of this whole ring. Hey, Charlamagne. Oh, I meant to say good morning, Envy. Good morning, Charlamagne. Good morning, Yee. Good morning. Um, but yeah, bro, the streets out here talking. They like, man, that boy ducked off on the island somewhere. Everybody thought he went back to his own island. I did, too. 
Let me and take, then they raided his island. So I'm like, what's going on, bro? I swear, I don't think that. What street you from? When they talking about that? I ain't I know nobody talking about that now, bro. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm down here in Florida. You know, we we cycle down here. Say Charlemagne, we cycle. Yeah. Well, first of all, I don't know why people act like the streets in the hood ain't talking about real issues because we definitely are. But I also want to say oh, that the streets that the streets rarely know what they're talking about when it comes to these real issues. All right. I promise. <laughs> okay. You. What's up, sis? Let, 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 listen, are you uh -oh. good? Uh, 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 do you need me to? Uh, do you need me to attack any barbs for you? Trav, you know I don't give a damn. <laughs> listen, I need I need Nikki to stop inviting men on her show just so she can yell at them and cut their mics off and try to buck at them just because she got a bunch of hood in the room with her. So you wouldn't go do the show? Oh, I would. Oh, I would. I would love to. I'm, listen. I'm so mad because I just knew Joe Budden was going to be the one to ask the question that I've been waiting for. I can't wait for his podcast because Nikki didn't get that man a chance to really like explain nothing or really give but, him a but, chance. But but Trav, y'all got to stop. Y'all got to stop. Uh, y'all got to stop accepting that as well because the truth to the matter is, if you're not going to say it to the person's face, you shouldn't say it when they're not around. When you're well, a media I personality, Joe, I think Joe would be the one to say it to. Her face. He's saying that he didn't get the opportunity. He had, he had to two speak. opportunities yesterday. He didn't. Well, let's well, see what the podcast is about. Maybe did on the podcast. podcast. Yeah, let's see what the podcast is about. But Joe wasn't scared. I don't. Joe wasn't scared. You got. Oh, that is true. Damn, I forgot Nikki did Joe's podcast. Yeah, yeah she, did the podcast. But Joe didn't wasn't she put scared. the whole thing on Instagram Live last night? I'm not no, sure. No, I know a lot of it was. I saw part of it. Joe let her know, like, yo, I'm comfortable. Yeah, Joe wasn't scared. Who you got in here? Like, she did the same thing to Fendi. She likes to bring men on her show and snap on them and buck on them and hope that they try to get loud with her. Well, he had, um, Joe actually defended you guys. Yeah, he did. I spoke to Joe last night, and Joe wasn't scared. And he what said there's a whole different story if you talk to Charlemagne and Envy. Yeah, and what you got to understand now, is the people that signed oh. Joe... The people that signed Joe actually were the people that was helping Nicki Minaj. So it's all the same family. So they wasn't going to beat up Joe or jump Joe or anything like that. Joe wasn't scared. The reason he didn't go at her on, on, on her show, I don't know why, but he, it wasn't because he was scared or people were there. By the way, there's no reason for anybody to go at each other. You can just have a conversation. Correct. Well, I do, I do know that, like, that it's confirmed that Maul from the Joe Budden podcast is a whole bar. He's a whole bar. A, <laughs> a whole, whole bar. bar? 
<laughs> all right. I all right. I spoke to Rory yesterday too. That was that was kind of odd. But why? Yeah. Boy, y'all be wasting y'all time. No, Lord I was talking mercy. to Joe and Rory was there. We spoke. We good. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jay from Jacksonville. Hey, what's up, Jay? Get it off your chest, bro. All right, so I had, I had two things to get off my chest. One, I want to get off my chest that uh, my girl is coming back finally. She's finally coming back from Georgia. She goes to school down here with me in Jacksonville, Florida, and it's been about four months in the summer. All right. You going to do something special? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's never been on a uh, Ferris wheel, so I'm taking her to, uh, like, one of the carnivals that be popping up, but not none of the, like, six hours, but the real good ones. That is so okay. cute. I got a little, got a little necklace with my name on it too. I'm gonna give her that when she gets back. Aw, that's so cute. That necklace with your name on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a necklace with my name on it. But first time, she already asked about it. She said she really liked it, so I'm gonna pop up on her with it. I like the top of the fair as well. Would you wear a chain with her name on it? I, I guess if she got it, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I ain't never got one before. <laughs> Would you get her tattooed on you? Maybe her face, her name. No, not 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 for a while. <laughs> I'm just girl, asking, just girl, asking. All right, well, th- thank you for calling, bro. <laughs> she got my name tattooed on me right after I told her we was breaking up. Wait, she has your name tattooed on her? No, 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 my ex. She, 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 oh. My ex is crazy. Ooh, didn't go well. Okay. Well, thank you, bro. Have a great <laughs> one, man. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, we got rooms on the way? I mean, do y'all want to get into this Nicki Minaj Queen Radio stuff right away, or what you want to do? Sure. Whatever you want to do. Why not? All right, I guess we'll be talking about that, because there was a lot that happened on the show. Besides dealing with you guys, she discussed a lot of other things, uh, like her relationship and getting married, which is cute. And I guess there's some issues with Trina now, we'll delve into that as well. Who cares about all that stuff? We're going to do all of it this morning. Oh. This right. morning we'll get into everything. It's not just about y'all. There were a lot of things. Why not? It's the Breakfast Club. Because yeah, you guys too. About us. started the hate train. You guys train. too, but everything. All right. We'll get into all of it when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to somebody that Charlemagne and I really, really love. Love her. Nicki Minaj. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, the highly anticipated return of Queen Radio went down yesterday. Right on schedule. Right, whenever I Nikki, guess. Whenever Nikki drops new music, she goes on Queen Radio and stirs up. Makes perfect fish. sense, though. It worked because she was trending number one mm-hmm. all day yesterday. And let's talk about what went down. Now, one thing that she talked about, because she had Joe Button on, and apparently Joe Button had been spreading lies about Nicki Minaj, so she mm-hmm. addressed him face-to-face. You said many times that I lied, that I didn't know another bitch was on a song I was on. Here's my question And now you want to dress it. Can I ask a question See? now? Was Nicki Minaj and Cardi B on the motorsport record directing bars at each other? What the f***? You're not going to change the subject. I'm asking you a f***ing question. That's the same subject. No, the f*** is not. I said I knew the bitch was on a song. You said she she didn't know she was on a song. Nick, I don't believe Just, that I said that, if you want to be Oh, honest. my God. believe that Nicki Minaj was aware that Cardi B was going to No. Do you have a twin? Drop on the clues box for Nicki Minaj. <laughs> yeah, Nicki played that. Oh, she had that ready. Hey, when she's she was right, get she's the right. audio ready. I love she Nicki had her homework ready. Up. When she's right, she's right. <laughs> yeah, nothing you can do about that when she got you there, buddy. All yep. right, now, Nicki Minaj also talked about how Joe Button accused her of being on drugs. 
It's okay for you to get up there and make me sound crazy and say I'm on drugs, right? Please I wish people knew. I was mo I'm, I'm most comfortable in the most uncomfortable predicament. And so am I. And what the you won't do is disrespect me like I'm never, stupid. Because you know how intelligent I'm, and powerful I am, like or, you said, right? I'm my, so powerful, or, right, Joe? Or because my mother raised me properly. Oh, so your mother raised you to accuse people of being on drugs? That's what your mother raised you to? Your mother raised oh, you. you your mother raised you. Yeah, yeah, you got, yeah, here. taste That's of your own like mother medicine, mother what is yeah, you like, like you talking like talking people about people and not having nobody responding. It's you like you fun. like tearing it's down people's character when they can't respond, and That's when they can, you like tearing down women when they can't defend themselves. Ooh. Damn. All right. Well, wow. shout out to, to Mama Button too, man. She's a very very pleasant woman. Well, did they ever talk about? Is she, was she doing drugs tonight? Well, we're gonna get to that uh -huh. right now. Who gives a f what she popped? But don't sit here and say you ain't popped a. F Pill. I never said that. An apple. I never you said that, you dumb f I never <laughs> said that, you dumb f Don't do that. You, you, you that f dumb? You asked Cut his mic. I'm going to close my for Nicki Minaj. That is a very, uh, that, like, when you can't say somebody's on drugs, but then ask them if they've ever popped a pill, because it's the difference in being on drugs and popping a pill. I've smoked cocaine before, she but I'm not She said she's never sniffed cocaine. cocaine or nothing You smoke like cocaine? Yeah, I smoked it in a blunt with some weed back in the day, but, I mean, I, I've done it before, so you can't, oh. say, have, you can't say you've never popped a pill. Mm -hmm. But then accuse somebody of being on drugs. It's the difference of doing something once and do, actually being on something. Well, his mic definitely got cut at that mm. moment, and he did go on Twitter, and he wrote, Spicy. And then he wrote, I live for this ish. I love Nicki Minaj. What else we got? And then Nicki Minaj <laughs> said, we still recording your show, right? I'm ready. So she was ready for that. And she did actually go and do his show as well. Now, here's where she gets to the really spicy parts. And this has to do with Charlemagne teaming up with Safari. Oh, my God. One of the people who led that movement was Charlemagne. He teamed mm. up with an ex of mine who knew he needed to hang on to me to, to get attention. He went over there and said many, many lies about me, and I couldn't say anything because I was in a relationship at that time. And so Charlemagne fed into that because at the time, there was another female rapper that everybody was pushing and Remy hoping Ma. that if she put out a diss, she went, once she put out a diss record on me, Nicki Minaj would disappear. And when they saw that didn't happen, then they put that energy into someone else. It's never been about them liking another female rapper. It's just about them wanting to see, do I have enough power to get Nicki Minaj out of here? I love Nicki Minaj. If she That's so true. If, She's if, right. If she really wants to believe that it's a group of men sitting in a conference room with her face on the screen plotting on how to stop her, then God bless her. But that's it's not, not a group of men. I don't think it's she just meant you and Safari. that people yeah. were sitting around plotting, but she probably felt like, damn, everybody's coming it. at me. Here's the I thing. believe it. Nikki I and believe it. Gotta be a plan. Nikki and I have had conversations about this via phone calls, via text message. We've had these discussions about this hate train. It's not true. If she wants to believe that and wants her, her fans to believe that, it's cool. Now, Safari, in a, in a wild case of events... Envy clearly chose the side. He chose Safari over Nikki, and now him and Safari aren't even on the best of terms. Well, you know what? Let's get into some more of what Nikki had to say because both of you guys... Don't you change the subject, ye. No, I'm bringing it back. Oh, I didn't, I didn't pick a side. I'm bringing it back. Oh. All the people that went out y'all way to hurt me for no reason, I hope and pray that you write with God because let me tell you something. It will come back a billion times worse. And that's not a threat. That's a fact. I will say that I'm not addressing men anymore. My husband will address y'all. Y'all address my husband if y'all got an issue with me because he's dying to want to address y'all. That's a super fact. Just know that will see you face to face. And shout out to the ghostwriters. If you a ghostwriter and you writing, and you writing lyrics about me, will see you. 
I'm going to tell you something. Speaking of coming back, Safari and Envy's headlines both came back after they stopped messing with Nikki. I think, <laughs> it's, something, up, man. I think it's something to be said about that. <laughs> Shut up, man. Ooh, all right, well, Envy, you also got to dress because you just hit Nikki up the other day. You sure did. I can't believe you. And y'all were supposedly fans. Y'all both from Queens. I don't know what happened. Behind all that other stuff, it's a human being. And when there's a big hate train and that people like you and Charlemagne and people like that are <gasps> spearheading. You're going to get to that, though. And people like DJ Envy, who was sending text messages today, but who was one of the people who I thought was my friend. I agree. Who was up there DJ trying Envy to. has never said a bad word about a soul. That's a lie. Yeah, that's, that's not true. true. You're not serious, about. are you? I'm with you, Nikki. I always thought he was one of my, one of my friends, and then all of a sudden, it was just a, a lot of things, and I couldn't believe it. Like, that was the one thing that I was just floored. I was just like, whoa. You know who did stay down with Nikki throughout all this, though? Who? Clue. I mean, come on, well, first of all, first of all, I did not text Nicki Minaj yesterday. I don't, I don't believe. Why, why should we believe number. you? No, what happened was Pull when up she was the receipts, talking. Nikki. When she was talking spicy yesterday, me and her DJ, DJ Booth, have a great relationship. And I was like... Booth is in the middle of everything. I was like, this is the Nikki I love. She needs to put this in music. I love when she talks spicy. That's what I said to Booth. And he probably let her say it. But I don't even have Nikki's number. But I would just like to say that I love Nikki Minaj. Okay, Nikki put me on her album back in 2015. And Which I appreciate that Which was shocking that, that you went after her. After Nikki and I always had a solid that is relationship. You should have never went at her. Listen, it went south when I said Anaconda was whack. But the moral of the story is I love Nikki Minaj. And the respect she is telling everybody she deserves, she has already. I, I have gotten on this radio a million times and said this whole new wave of female rappers because of Nicki Minaj. She is the leader of the new school when it comes to female MCs, and nobody can take that away from her. Yes, and, and I, we love you, Nikki. I love Nicki Minaj. Drop That's a bomb right. for Nicki Minaj. Nicki, we love you. And I'm going to tell you something. Them damn barbs, the barbs will never relay any of the positive energy that we send to Nicki Minaj. For example, us saying we love Nicki Minaj right now will be sent to Nicki via Twitter, and they will say, Charlamagne and Envy are sending you fake love. So I challenge the barbs to hit Nikki and say Charlamagne and Envy love you and that's it because I do love Nikki you gotta talk that talk and walk that walk Nikki we love you we just don't want you to become the rap games Monique y'all banned her from up here Nikki we just don't (laughs) want you to become the rap games Monique we don't want you blaming everybody but yourself for whatever issues you may have don't make us start calling you Monica but we love you for real all right well I'm Angela Yee and that's your rumor report but we're gonna get some more into what Nikki Minaj had to say on Queen Radio we love you for real Monica next up we got more front page news. Her name is Onika, not Monique. I mean, yes, Onika. I'm sorry. I'm saying I don't want to end up having to call her. Wow, you're still trying to be okay. Oh, Charlamagne's playing. Wow. You see, that's not what I said. You're trying to play her. You're trying to make her the Monique of the game. You're trying to play her. Don't become the rap game's Monique, blaming everybody but yourself for whatever issues you may have. You better have that same energy in her face. I love Nicki Minaj. You the one that switched up and started riding on Safari. You gave Safari your car for a video. Now you got him banned from the Breakfast Club. Ooh, you should be ashamed of yourself. He you called guys, me. We got to get into front pages. We're going to we're gonna talk about he that more this me. morning, okay? You should be ashamed of yourself. Evan, you'll be able to defend yourself later. Maybe I we... love you, Nikki. Drop one of the clues about Nikki Minaj. Maybe no. we need a breakfast Jumos. club court this Stop morning. Stop driving Nikki. Stop it. You I know what we need more. this morning? We need breakfast club court. I'm riding with Nikki. I love Nikki more. I love Onika. You know what? Y'all both need to suck her. I will fight you I will fight you back. You hear me? Front page news is next. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Mm. Charlemagne. Yes, sir. Ask me what I'm doing. 
um, googling Nicki Minaj. I hope you. I hope you googling some uh, some some uh, what's some things called edible arrangements to send to her. No, no, okay. I'm actually posting a picture of me and Nicki Minaj right now. Oh no, I'm about to beat you. To that oh, point. y'all can't be switching oh, sides like this I'm now. About to beat you Come to on that now. Right I, gotta, now. I just got to take Safari. So out. Give me one it's, second. It's not switching sides. We love Nicki Minaj. That's right. We love Nicki. It's always been love for Nicki Minaj. You gave Let's her donkey of the day, and, not just once. And I gave I give a lot of people donkey of the day that I love. Do you can be stupid for a day. All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about? Well, we are going to talk about what's happening next with Jeffrey Epstein, since a lot of people were calling up this morning wanting to discuss it. Now that he is dead, the women who have accused him of sexual abuse are not going to be able to face him in court, but they still have a chance for restitution. They can still have these civil cases go forward and get that against his estate. And they're saying that his estate might be worth about $500 million. So financially, there's still an opportunity there for them to actually see some type of justice, but it's not the ending that they were looking for. But if people want to know why his house is being raided, the islands and all of that, that's because there's still cases that will move forward. There's still other people that are intertwined and involved in things that he's spoken on. So I'm pretty sure uh, more information is still going to come out against his potential co-conspirators. All right. Now, the Trump administration has announced a rule, and what that is going to do, of course, as he's been trying to do, is limit legal immigration. So that rule would disqualify legal immigrants from permanent residency if you use certain public assistance programs. So, for instance, let's just say uh, you need, uh, you know, Medicaid or you need housing assistance, or you need food stamps, that could disqualify you as an applicant to get a green card which permits legal permanent residence. So you need to get that before you can have your permanent legal residence. And that designation is being used to determine which non-citizens can be removed from the country or prevented from ever entering. In other words, there's only a certain type of people that they want to come here, a certain type of status. Not what uh, America's supposed to be about at all. Listen, when you hear things like this, I know you say to yourself, we're going to vote him out in 2020. Yeah, that sounds good. But until this country pushes through some type of election security bill to make sure the Russians aren't interfering in our elections, we are all doomed. God damn it. Now, New York Attorney General Letitia James announced that she plans to sue in order to block this rule. She said President Trump's new public charge rule is yet one more example of his administration turning its back on people fighting to make a better life for them and their families. Under this rule, children will go hungry. Families will go without medical care. I am committed to defending all of New York's communities, which is why I intend to sue the Trump administration over this egregious rule. I just don't know why people aren't making more noise about the Russians interfering in our elections and other countries interfering in our, election, our elections because until we get that correct, uh, democracy as we know it in America is dead. All right. Well, I am Angela Yee, and that is your front page news. And, All right. And, and thank you, Missy. And you're selling wolf tickets to people by telling them to vote in 2020 when you know our election process is compromised. Mm. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Now, when we come back, where you guys want to go? Where you want to take it? You want to go to Breakfast Club Court? I think we should go to Breakfast Club Court because okay. I am really, after hearing Queen Radio yesterday, I am really, well, really, I would, really In that case, since off. you guys are both the defendants, I will be... The judge okay. in the situation, and our right. listeners will be the jury. Yes, and then there's a simple question. What? Who um, hello? What? You are the defendant. You relax. I'm going to put forth the question. What is the okay, silly question you about to ask? All right, that, the it, question uh, is, who does love Nicki Minaj more, yes. Charlemagne or Envy? I already know what your question was going to yes. be, Charlemagne. Yes. All right, who loves Nicki Minaj more? And what we have to do is dig back into the crates of things that both of you have said to spark controversy over Nicki Minaj. 
Did you guys try to end her? Did you guys start this hate train? Did you guys team up with people who were against Nicki Minaj in order to try to get her out of there? There is no hate train. And if there was a hate train... You'll have an I... opportunity to defend yourself when we come back. Why would I ever start it with Safari? So, That's Barb, insulting. call us up. 800-585-1051. You guys will have safari. the opportunity to weigh in. And you guys can bring up anything that these two okay. have said in the past as evidence. Right. If I want to take this. Nicki Minaj out, I'm going to team up with Safari. Yeah. I'm not going to team up with Remy. I'm not going to team up with Kari. I'm going to team up with Safari. You teamed up with everyone. Safari? But that's who you teamed up with. So Safari. Stay on, so Safari stay knew on a lot of information side. about her. So that's stay like, on that if side. If this was the Avengers, Safari would be like Falcon. Who's Falcon? Exactly. All right. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, it's time for front page news. Now, Nicki Minaj. It's actually uh, not front not page front news. Page oh, my God. You, you are so flustered. You got you shook already, shook. bro. We already did front page news. Oh, All right, is... so right now, you okay. you calm I'm down because Judge Yee is on, on right now on the stand. And uh have my gavel here. So, today's, like okay. today's question is, who loves Nicki Minaj more? Is it Charlemagne, who used to be a Barb? I'm still a Barb. Or is it DJ Envy, who used to be friends with Nicki Minaj? You guys are both from Queens, but she's been very disappointed with your actions and activities. You guys actually uh, started this hate train against Nicki and tried to get her it. out of here. Charlemagne started uh, uh, you guys will not prevail against a strong woman, but let's see who was worse. All right, well, let me start. Go ahead. Let's, let's talk about, uh, there was a Summer Jam <laughs> concert a couple of years ago where mm. the other station ished on Nicki Minaj. I was there to console, to comfort, and to make sure she was good through that whole ordeal. Not only that, when Charlemagne said he didn't like Anaconda and trashed Anaconda, I, I didn't still, trash Anaconda. Yes, you did. I still supported Anaconda because Nicki Minaj is an artist that I respect and I give everybody a chance and a shot. Not only that. That's it? Came, That's you, all you got? I'm coming I'm coming for more. You came to several of my uh, birthday parties and I showed you nothing but love and respect. Wait, hold on. I she even, showed on. you support by coming to your birthday I'm party. I'm talking. You introduced Nicki to Meek, bro. I even... Oh, I even drink... You introduced uh, Nicki to Meek. Your mix uh, wine coolers. I drink that and your... Uh, <laughs> First of all, Mix is not a wine cooler. Okay, it's a Moscato. I drink I drink the Moscato. I definitely drink the Moscato. Your Beats by Dre headphones, the pink ones, I purchased them. Oh, man, you're so stupid. You purchased the headphones? I did. I purchased a pair, and, and she sent me a pair. So I, I, I actually have two pair. All right. Are you done? I got more, are but I'll let you go. Are you finished or are you done? So I actually love Nicki Minaj. All right, now we're going to hear Charlamagne. Records, I support her in all her business aspects. Okay, I, we're going to hear Charlamagne plead his case uh, now. I've always loved Nicki Minaj. Um, Nicki Minaj put me on her second album, I believe, back in 2015. Uh, my name used to be C the Barb. The only reason I stopped being a Barb is because of the actual Barbs. I think they are violent and evil, sort of like, uh, you know, Trump supporters. And I didn't want to be a part of that anymore. And um, all my critique about Nicki has always been about her music or her lack of gratitude for the position she's in as the leader of the new school when it comes to female MCs. I gave Nicki donkey when she didn't reply to Remy Sheether, and I gave her a donkey when she complained about having the number two album in the country. And that's all I got. Other than that, I love Nicki Minaj. I love Nicki Minaj. Love Nicki the Nicki only Minaj. problem I had with Nicki Minaj is oh, when she Lord. threatened DJ Self, and I just didn't like that. I'm all gonna, right, well, before hey, you guys... Can I say something? Mm -hmm. What? I didn't even care about that. 
So that shows that I love her more. <laughs> can she threaten self? Because you're not a DJ and you haven't been threatened by an artist before. And no. then after after they worked it out, I'm a good. We all good. We came from the same family, the same Queens tree. I love Nicki Minaj way more than that. Well, you guys now, will have now, an opportunity now, to call in and say what you think. And we also do have some evidence that's been well, submitted. On. I'm ruining my case right now because I want to envy uh, uh, admitting a real big piece of evidence on his part. Nikki has, I mean, Envy has banned Safari from the Breakfast Club. Okay, okay. is that on behalf of Nikki? I don't know, but that has now to count is, for yes. something. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm banning. Safari no. is banned because of Nikki. Safari yes, is really banned. Safari called me one day and said. That's how much I love Nikki. Safari called me one day and said that his people reached out and tried to get him on, and they told him he was banned. I said, I don't, I don't know anything about that, Safari. Okay? Mm. But it got to count for something, too, because I didn't care that he was banned. So that means <laughs> my love for Nikki. Made me not care that he was bad. You know what I'm saying? So I love Nikki. I don't well, know. But then why you. did y'all have him up here at all before that? Why not? Charlemagne made me do it. <laughs> I did not make you do it. Yes, you did. Stop it. Charlemagne made me do it. He said, if you don't have him on there, I'm going to beat you. So that's the only reason I well, did it. Well, you guys have both presented me. your cases, so now we will cross examine. Yes. When the barbs call in and uh Let's see who we have on the line. Are we doing uh, this now? No, we'll do it when we come back. When we come back. And we do have some evidence as well. 1051. Who loves Nicki Minaj more? Charlamagne it's, the God of DJ Envy. I know it's me, Charlamagne the God. I know it's me. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're in court right now, Breakfast Club Court, talking about Nicki Minaj and how much I actually love her. No, the we're honor- talking about no, how on, much I, Charlemagne the God, actually love her. The Honorable her. Judge Yee is presiding over this case. It is uh, Charlemagne versus Envy in the case of who loves Nicki Minaj more. Me. Now, you Me. guys have both presented your cases. We are going to allow the barbs to cross-examine the witnesses. Okay. And uh, we also have some audio. Mm. So, uh, Envy, you yes. did have some issues with Nicki Minaj. You did actually have her banned from the station. I did not have a ban from and the station. here's what happened. Envy, say what you said <laughs> off the air. I said, I thought yeah. I was the only one that didn't play her record. That's I right. I mean, I think every other DJ is playing her record. But That's a shame. Y'all both from Queens. That is whack, they, Envy. They squashed out their beat. It was, no, it wasn't whack. She went at something. She went at DJ Self and said he was, she was going to get him February. beat up. And I thought that was whack. Let the record show Charlamagne the God did not give a damn about that. Okay? <laughs> All right. Only a person that loves Nicki Minaj would not give a damn about that. I didn't care. Well, they you're not completely innocent in this either, Charlamagne. Now, there was a couple of instances where you gave Nicki Minaj donkey of the day. Yes. And here's what was said. Donkey of the day for Friday, March 3rd goes to Nicki Minaj. So, now, all I'm saying is rappers from Queens fight. Win or lose. We fight. All right? You can't be the lone rapper from Queens who says nothing. And let's not, come on, we gonna act like Remy Ma's not a formidable opponent. Absolutely. Come on. I personally don't think Nicki can rap better than Remy, but Nicki can rap. And I'm not going to let another one distract me from the fact that Remy bodied you on the sheet for instrumental, hit you with another one, and you have yet to reply. Well, Donkey of the Day for Monday, August 20th, goes to a queen from Queens named Nicki Minaj. Let's celebrate you having the number two album in the country. All the bobs, let's celebrate. Play my joint, please. Number two album in the country. Put your number twos in the air if you did it on them. You could have at least played something on Queen. See, he really doesn't like you. No, once again, my critique about Nicki has always been about her music or her lack of gratitude for the position she is in. She is in a great position because she is the leader of the new school when it comes to all female rappers, and I think she should be grateful for that. That woman is amazing. When you talk about her music like that? Well, her music music is her life, so when you do critique someone's music, I'm sure that's a very personal attack. Yeah, but what about all the times I've said I've loved Nicki? 
country music. Yo, and by the way, I, 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 say, this, I, I say this about the Bobs, and this is why I didn't want to be a Bob no more, because Bobs will never relay any of the positive energy that we send to Nicki Minaj. Where are the Bobs when we say things like, yo, Nicki killed the baby Suge? Where's mm-hmm. the Bobs when we say, yo, Nicki killed Hot Girl Summer? Where the, bar, where the Bobs relaying them positive messages? Well, where, the, where the Bobs when we say we love Chun-Li? I well, love Chun-Li. Chun-Li was hard. Well, here are the Barbs right now. They actually want to call and speak to you guys, and we're going to see who wins. We're going to keep score. Uh, we need our jury to call in right now and weigh in. Is it DJ Envy or is it Charlemagne? Hello, who's this? It's me, Suave. What up? What's up, bro? Who loves Nicki Minaj more, man? Me or Charlemagne? Uh, honestly, Charlemagne, man. That's right. <laughs> why do you okay, say that? Okay, that's one for Charlemagne. You're not going to ask why? why? You know, there's no reason why. You heard what he said. Next caller, please. I mean, the, Hello. The guards seem to love the queen, but hey, it is what it is. That's right. All right, let's talk to uh, Yolanda. What's up, Yolanda? Hey, what's up? How you doing? I've been trying to get through y'all for about three months, and I finally got through. Okay, talk to me. Y'all, no, I was just calling because I, y'all came to San Antonio. Remember, Angela E? Yes. You pulled for that for 10000 and I took a picture with you and DJ Anthony. I just wanted to DJ see Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely Dominican now, bro. <laughs> DJ Mark Anthony. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I listen to y'all at the office every morning, and I just want to tell y'all, y'all are awesome. Thank you, baby. All right, well, who loves Nicki Minaj more? Is it Envy or Charlemagne? I said Charlemagne. Hey! What? What? That's two for Charlemagne. Put your number twos in the ass. (laughs) I love Nicki. No, no. no. All right, well, I'm going to just say this. I fly with the stars in the sky. I'm no longer trying to survive. I believe that life is a prize. Emmy, you got to relax. Let's see if Emmy can come back. Let's talk to T. What's up, T? Hey, how are y'all? Who do you think loves Nicki Minaj more? Is it Envy or is it Charlemagne? So hold on, let me get his disclosure. I listen to Breakfast Club more than I listen to Nicki Music, and I'm a fan of both. But I will say, over the years, both of them have slandered little Nicki. <laughs> but I'll give it to Charlotte. I mean, no, to Envy more because Charlotte no. Is- there you go. There you go. Now what? Charlemagne, you've been hard on Nicki lately. I've been called before for y'all to clear the air as to why. Y'all had a downfall with Nikki because it has been pretty hard lately. That's what do you, right. What do you call hard? Tell me what you think is hard. Well, He's been very hard on her. Like, let's just say what her her at her record, her little single she dropped over the years, like so, over these last couple months. So you can admit she never that. Never giving her good critique. It's she all about the music, though. I, by the way, I love Chun Lee. Thank you, Mama. I love when she killed the sugar, uh, sugar record. But it's always about the music. Envy makes it personal. No, all right, I don't. well, hold on. Thank you so, much. so right what? now, Charlotte Mae's winning two to one. So Let's you go. guys can still get your calls in. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you love Nikki, uh, hold on ye, hold on ye. Young money raised me. Grew up out in Baisley, Southside, Jamaica, Queens, and it's crazy because I'm still hood. Hollywood couldn't change me. Shout out to my head. Sorry that you couldn't phase me. By the That's way, Nicki let Minaj. the record show. Pause. By the way, let the record show. When the Breakfast Club first started, I used to want to put. Uh, I used to want us to do a commercial with Moment for Life playing, saying in this moment we'd be syndicated, and everybody in this room told me that was corny. Nope, I just want to throw that out there. That's when we would see the barb. Okay, just want to throw that out there. Let's play Moment for Life right now. Right, your biggest fans. Hold on, I think I think what we need to know here is your biggest fans can become your biggest haters, okay? So we're gonna take some no more calls. Right they now, Charlemagne's winning Nicki two Minaj. to one. And let's play Moment for Life right now. You know why? Because I can do You don't that. wanna play the new song? Exactly. You play don't wanna play Megatron? All right, well, let's play you Megatron. You don't wanna play Hot Girl Summer? No, 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 no. I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't like Megatron. Let's play um Chun Lee. Hater! Alright, we'll play we'll play Megatron then. Okay. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're in Breakfast Club Court. Now, uh, Yee, you taking over now? Yes, Judge Yee is presiding over this case. Who loves Nicki Minaj more? Is it Charlamagne or is it Envy? Who's winning, though? Uh, Charlamagne's winning two to one. That's so right. we do have our barbs on the line to weigh in. They've been watching you guys throughout the years and your interactions with Nicki Minaj, and they are the experts. Right now, we have Mike on the line. What's up, Mike? It's Mike. <laughs> Mike, what's up, Mike? Mike, who loves Nicki Minaj more, Envy or Charlamagne? First of all, I think both of them are groupies. Okay. And the biggest group is Envy. Ooh, Envy, you're the bigger groupie, Damn. so you win. That's so you guys so are tied now. So we're tied now. Thanks, Mike. Why do you think, think Envy's a groupie for Nicki, though? Both of you. Because, you know, Envy was on Nicki's side, and then Safari knew the league. He was on Safari's <laughs> <laughs> So wait, this has I agree. I agree with you. The Safari's nudes leaked? Goodbye, Mike. I agree with you, Mike. Soon as Safari's nudes leaked, Envy switched sides. I agree with Mike. I agree with Mike. I love that our listeners are detectives. <laughs> I agree with you, Mike. All right. Hello, who's this? This is Teray from Detroit. Shout out to the D. Teray, who loves Nicki Minaj more? Is it Envy or is it Charlemagne? You know, I've been waiting to say this for quite some time. First of all, it's Uncle Charlemagne. He loves no. Nicki Minaj more. Thank you, no. brother. And the reason Thank why, you, sis. DJ Envy, let me tell you. I've been tell waiting me. to read your ass for a minute. Read his ass! About the houses in Detroit, and you all about flipping the houses. But I'll never see you give back to Detroit other than them damn seminars. And if you would like that about your business deals, I can imagine how you treat Nicki Minaj about mm. the business deals with her. Oh! That, that wow. Me that y'all ass don't care about no Nicki Minaj. See, Charlamagne giving constructive criticism, and that's why he gets the, uh, the title of love right there. That's he, right. He need to figure out the business deals and get back to me, because Detroit needs something better than what you give it. Oh, well, sis. Okay, well, okay, sis. all right. Thank right. you, sis. Now, that was very sis. Well, first of all, sis, I don't know if you know, but uh, a lot of uh, over 100 people actually came to the seminar in Detroit for free to learn about real estate, ooh, to learn about ooh, generational wealth. Sis. Okay, now this could Thank potentially you, be the winner here because if this next person says that it's Envy, then it's another tie and we need another one. But if they say it's Charlemagne, then Charlemagne is going to win. I'm up 3-2 right now, baby. Because Charlemagne is up 3-2. Best so, of seven. Let's go. Envy, uh, Dramos, pick anybody. And let's see what our jury has to say about who loves Nicki Minaj more. Good morning. Who's this? Well, this is D from Maryland. D from Maryland. Who loves Nicki Minaj more? Is it Envy or is it Charlamagne? Now, mind you, the winner of this is actually in your court. So whoever is going to win this trial is all up to you right now. Is it Envy or is it Charlamagne? I don't know. I think Charlamagne love him a little more. Ooh. Oh, come on! Love him too much. Now, y'all love him too much, for real. Y'all getting to industry up there anyway. Y'all letting that girl talk crazy all on the radio. Y'all should have been came ahead head next. Y'all keep that energy with Cardi. She wilding and all that. F this. Hey, hey, just turn left. Just turn left somewhere. DJs and all that. Trying to keep that energy which, with Cardi was in her face. Where was all that at? She's talking a lot of action about hey. her husband and all that, but she ain't really about that action. We see it. Just turn left. Hey, who won, though? Did you vote for me or not? You can't use him. You can't use him. Hey, you won. You, you can't use him. Y'all both, y'all both Hollywood. Y'all both loving too much. Get it together. Damn. Pull your pants up, man. Stop acting all soft. <laughs> Pull your girl. pants up. 
Put your pants up, Charlemagne. All Yo, right, well, who won? Hold on. Let the judge talk about this case. Now, this was a tough decision for our listeners because you guys have both been hating on Nicki Minaj throughout the years. But it appears that Charlemagne is the one that loves Nicki Minaj more. No, no. To the jury. Because if my- I'm going down, everybody's going down. You know who spearheaded this whole thing? Angela Yee. She spearheaded this whole thing. If yo, the yo, car yo, goes yo, down, yo, yo, it's yo. all going down. Yo, yo, yo. Back to this bitch that had a lot to say about me in the press. Envy, what's good? Okay. I won. I love Nicki Minaj more than you. All my critique is constructive. It's always about her music. You ain't even post a picture with her. I just posted a picture with her. The point is, y'all both got to do better, You posted a trolling picture. You posted the picture of the night Meek Mill stole her from Safari. Okay? Let's talk about that. He didn't like Safari. Oh, that is true. You don't like Safari. I edited him out. It was just me and and Nick. No, the moral of the story is, all jokes aside, we really do love Nicki Minaj. And the only thing I don't want to happen to Nicki, I don't want her to become the rap game's Monique, blaming everybody but herself for whatever issues she may have, okay? We don't want to have to start calling her Monika because we actually love Nicki for real. See, then you did that and you took a stab. I love Nicki for real. And (laughs) Bob's, I'm challenging you, Bob's, to tweet Nicki and tell Nicki Charlemagne the God loves you. No, me. DJ Envy loves her. Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne wants to you. do Queen Radio. And don't be hit. No, I don't want to do Queen Radio. I definitely don't want to do Queen Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I do, if I, you I, love her, you would do no, it. No, I do Radio. No, absolutely not. I seen what happened Why to not? Joe. I'm good. I'm not doing Envy, would you do Queen Radio? Nah, I just seen what happened to Joe. I'm good. Envy is a queen from Queens. Damn. Every day is Queen Radio for Envy. <laughs> See, that's why I love her more. Well, shout to, again, shout to Nicki Minaj. We love you, man. We love you, Nicki. All right. You All right. got rumors on the way? Yes, we are going to talk about Kevin Durant. Apparently, he knew he was going to the Nets. And guess what he did to his teammates because from the Golden State Warriors at that time? He mooned them. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this show. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk some more Nicki Minaj. Oh, my God. Listen up. It's just in. The Rumor Report with Angela Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Yes, we. It's not about that. We have other things that she did on Queen Radio. Oh, but you know, Envy did a post and delete. But we're not going to talk about that. You don't love. I don't want people to think. I don't want people to think we're joking and playing around. We really love Nicki Minaj. So I don't want people to think it's a joke. We do. So why wouldn't you leave a picture up? Because people think it's a joke. They think a lot of people haven't heard it, so they think it's a joke. Because I don't want them to smash her and talk bad about her smash and the situation. Her. I, think they, so. I think they on you for being fake, fake love. No. All right, well, let's continue because there was a no. lot that happened on Queen Radio yesterday. Now, Nicki Minaj did say that she plans to be married. Remember, we were talking about her going to get her marriage license because she did that twice. So she explained, like we thought, she filed for the marriage license and then... She was traveling. They ended up having to renew it again because you only have 90 days to get married from the time you first get it. So she said right now she has about 80 more days until she has the wedding. So it's going to happen, I guess, within the next 80 days. So congratulations to her on that. She said she has to focus on her album. She said we'll do the big wedding later. But she will be married before her album comes out. All right. She also had some issues with Trina's A&R. Now, Trina's head of A&R has accused Nicki Minaj of being a deceiver, a, man- a manipulator. Reginald Saunders says, I want to address the issue so bad about this BAPS record and video and it's taking everything inside of me to remain quiet. Here is uh, what else he had to say. Like, she posted, she posted the, f- the album cover on her story. 
Mm-hmm. You, you posted it on your story. Why didn't you post it on your page? You gave 24 hours of promotion to for, for, for a song that you're on and you're a part of. Then, and then on top of that, you drop Megatron on the same day that the album comes out. Mm. Like so, so all of this stuff is the things that people don't know that was going on. People thinking that oh, you want to use Nicki for clout? No, we wasn't trying to use Nicki for clout. We had a great f-ing song. Now I know I love Nicki Minaj more than Envy, but I uh, am confused about Shut this up. one. Uh, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, but I don't think that's Nicki's job to promote that record. Like, what do they want from her? We talk like we taking this social media thing a little too far. She did the record, didn't she? Do the video too? No, I don't think they did a video for it. Well, she did the record. What, what more do you want? She posted it. Like, I'm confused about this one. Like, this is unwarranted. Unless there was some kind of prior arrangement where she said, I'm going to promote the record for y'all. But other than that, I don't, I don't see the, I don't, I don't see why this is necessary. Either. All right. Well, uh, Nicki Miss, I guess Nicki Minaj caught wind of this while she was on Queen Radio, and here's what she said. Like, are you kidding me? Right now, Trina's camp is saying that I didn't do enough to push her song Baps. Mm-hmm. And I guess she did get on the record. That's all you got. Yeah, yeah that's all, I mean, that's all she really said about it. You okay. know, but I guess it was happening while she was on, so she didn't know the whole story, I'm sure, and how to respond to it. Mind right. you, this isn't Trina saying it, so let's keep that in mind also. Trina got to reel that guy in, though. Yeah, it's not Trina saying it, so let's keep that in mind. So instead of thinking that Trina and Nikki might have some issues, just know that she might not even agree with that. Now, for the record, I did find out that DJ Envy knows Trina's A and R, and they had Shut a conversation. <laughs> I don't a know. A few days ago, about Shut the up. lack I don't even, of I don't even about know the what, lack of support that Nikki has been showing. Trina. I don't even I know what what label Trina signed to, so I, I have no clue. All mm-hmm. right, now let's talk about Kevin Durant and our Brooklyn Nets. So, Kevin Durant, Ben knew he was coming to the Brooklyn Nets while he was at the Golden State Warriors. And Chris Haynes was on The Herd with Colin Cowherd, and here's what he had to say. Kevin Durant, it was a point where he just stopped talking. Cause, you know, he, he didn't he didn't talk much um, to his teammates. You know, he was really out in, on the island there. He really didn't have anybody that he was close with on that team. The, the only person was, like, Quinn Cook. They said he would leave the arena by himself, enter the arena by himself, and really not speak to anybody. So you could tell that it was going to be his last season with the Warriors before it even went down. That makes no sense to me, especially when we used to see Kevin Durant giving them guys pep talks in the hall in the NBA Finals all the time. Uh, like he would always be in Steph Curry's ear, be in Clay's ear, like, hyping him up. Like, I don't... That, I, I guess don't. they said at some point, though, he just kind of stopped and really that kept himself. That was the finals. That more. was the last game of the season. I don't know. I'm just telling you, this is... You heard Chris Haynes is the person that said it. I don't I know wasn't who that there. is. Oh. Yahoo Sports. Oh. Um, all right. Well, I am Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Shout out all to right. our Brooklyn Nets. All right. <laughs> fake love, Charlotte. You ready for Donkey Man? First of all, don't you ever call me fake love, okay? Fake love. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, who you giving that donkey to? Um, I'm giving donkey mm-hmm. of the day to a man who coined the phrase, not even coined the phrase, he used the phrase that I actually love, and that phrase is you get, I've shot people for less. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Wow. I love that phrase so Incriminate yourself, much. why don't you? And we will talk about it <laughs> full after the hour. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. You make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the guy. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Uh, 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 um. Donkey of the day. 
for Tuesday, August 13th goes to a 55-year-old Florida man named Mitchell Helton. Okay, Mitchell Helton. Uh, what does your Uncle Charlotte always say about Florida? It's beautiful. It is beautiful, but the craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And every day that point gets proven. And I feel like it's my duty to warn people of the Sunshine State, okay? Enter at your own risk from Disney World to Opelika. It can go down, all right? Today's Florida story, is no, Florida story is no different because this man, Mitchell Helton, actually used one of my favorite phrases. And that phrase is, I've shot people for less. Give me a gunshot, goddammit. Come on, drawing. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, look hold at me on. With your dreamy eyes. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. I love the term for less. Okay. I love when people say I have slapped people for less, shot people for less, fought people for less, started hate trains against people for less. I love that term because it shows the absolute pettiness of a person. All right. Like me. I'm the type of person you got one time to make me uncomfortable and I'm cutting you off. And regardless of what it is that you did to make me uncomfortable, trust me when I tell you I've cut people off for less. All right. When somebody tells you they have insert act of violence here for less they may really be about that life. And Mitchell Helton is no exception. Would you like to know why Mitchell Helton said he shot people for less? Let's go to Voya News for the report, please. You know I've shot people for less. That was the explanation a late arriving furniture delivery crew was given from a Florida man who pointed a gun at them. Mitchell Helton has been arrested on assault charges by the Manatee County Sheriff's Office. Helton was called by the men delivering furniture to his home saying that they were on their way. The 55-year-old emerged and immediately told them how upset he was that they were late. The Herald reports that the crew tried to de-escalate the situation, telling Helton he could file a complaint with their company. According to police, Helton told the men, quote, You know, I've shot people for less. Surprisingly, the crew continued unloading the truck and made their delivery, only to notify the police afterwards. When questioned by police, Helton admitted to using a gun when confronting the delivery men, but apparently could not explain his reasoning for doing so. You damn right. Okay, you will get shot over this sofa. All right, I will fire on you over this futon. All right, I've been laying on this damn air mattress for months, and you think I won't bust shots for a box spring? Y'all not feeling this man's pain. Mm. Right? This man probably sitting on crates as he eats his Hot Pockets in his trailer. And y'all got the nerve to be late with this man's furniture as if people in Florida don't get shot for less? Now Mitchell has a place to sleep with furnishings that include a one-piece sink toilet with a nice steel ledge that holds a mattress. And he's being charged with two counts of aggravated assault. And he's being held on $5,000 bond. Nothing more to see here, folks. People have gotten donkier today for less. Please give Mitchell Helton the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. All right, Charlemagne, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm -hmm. Now, when we come back, we have a, a very special person. You probably don't know who this person is, but you will definitely know shortly. Now, I'm going to tell you something. When mm -hmm. I posted him uh, last night to let everybody know that he was going to be on the show, it was a lot of people hitting me up on my Instagram, you know, saying like, oh, my God, I've been watching this brother for years. Okay. He's been well, prospering. He goes by the name of Devlin Carter. He's a fashion and sneaking designer. He gets busy. He designs sneakers that look dope. And he's really, black. really dope. He's black. He's done a lot for the community. We're going to talk to him when we come back because he has a story, a dope story at that. So, all right, so keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Fashion and footwear designer, Devlin Carter. Welcome, sir. What's up, Mr. Carter? Appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. I got put on your Instagram. My man Dan put me on your Instagram. And I've been really watching you. I'm like, okay, this dude is really doing his thing. And the fact that you design sneakers. Yeah. Like, have you always been interested in fashion and fashion design? Uh, I definitely wasn't interested in fashion design when I was younger. My mom was a fashion designer, a seamstress. And uh, growing up, you know, in Brooklyn and, and then moving to Queens, I just felt like as a kid, I never was like fashion is, you know, sewing is for men. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as I got older, which is crazy, uh, living in California, one day, I, you know, I'm in, I was in the military, and I just came home one day off a of, off of standing in a military watch, and I went to Walmart, bought a sewing machine, and, and sold my daughter at the time a dress the same day. What made you do that? Like, what was, like, you just... It's weird. Like, one day on watch, and I'm on watch, and I'm like, I'm going to make my daughter a dress today. And and it, the, the crazy part about that is my mom would teach sewing classes every Sunday in and our house. Never, and you never did it. I never did it. And I could have been way better than I am right now if I would have been one of her students. So you didn't want to buy a dress? You just wanted to make your own dress, your I, own I just, pattern. I don't know what, had your own ideas. Yeah, I went, I went, I went to Walmart, then I went to Joanne's Fabric, and I brought a pattern, and I brought the uh, the material. I made the dress. I made the top kind of backwards, but my daughter wore that just every day. She was like, she I'm going to wear this. It. There's I nothing like that, because growing up, my mom used to make all my clothes growing yeah. up, and we would go to the store, pick out the patterns, and then we would pick what fabrics I wanted, and that used to be such an amazing experience. Now, why didn't you think it was something men could do? Did you have, like, a father or uncle in your life that was like, man, you be old punk? Right, no. Well, I didn't meet my father until I was 27. Oh, okay. So I never had a father, and then my oldest brother, he was in and out of jail. He was a drug dealer, drug user. All I had was women around me. Mm -hmm. I don't know what made me in my head instinctively say that that was for women, but I wish early in life mm -hmm. that I didn't do that because now I teach young men how to sew and I teach young women how to sew for free. How do you get into to designer sneakers? It's a tough game, you know, with, between... It's, it's been the same five or six brands forever. Yeah. Anybody who's tried to get into the game has never really been successful. I got into it because when I was in college, I started painting the Jordans, mm -hmm. and I never did it for money. My sister was in the army, so every time somebody would ask me, and I'll be on Jamaica Avenue rocking the Jordans, like black and yellow 14s never came out, mm -hmm. and people would be like, yo, where'd you get those J's from? I was like, my sister's in the army. She sent them from Germany. They get different colors than we get. So after two years, I'm lying, telling people, like, these came from Germany. I'm not telling them I'm painting them. I might have bought a pair of two. <laughs> yeah, so uh, after two years, other dudes who could paint, who could paint portraits on it, right? They paint pictures. I, I don't do that. You know, I'm not that great of an artist. So I was like, when they started catching up, I was like, I need to figure out another way to stay ahead of them. So I was like, if I add fabric to the Jordans, then that way I could do something they can't do. Because I was always good at picking fabrics. At six years old, I was buying fabrics for my moms. So I used to go to the garment district, buy the dopest fabric. And then I have a mentor in, in uh, Jamaica, Queens named Augie uh, at the shoe repair shop. And I was like, because my mom had a lot of shoes, so she would always take me there to get her heels fixed. So I was like, can you tell me how to put this fabric on shoes? And then he actually taught me how to take shoes apart and start reconstructing Jordan. So now I'm doing Jordans with a, a Python, Stingray, Ostrich, real luxury materials. And that's how I had got my name. But mind you, this is 90, 99, 2000. This that was, was so Fab. Fab was wearing them back then. I did uh, uh, um, Joe Budden's manager, I think, Webb. Webb uh, one of the dudes was in a wheelchair. We did his whole wheelchair over in Gucci, like I me remember. and my mom. You know what I'm saying? So we were doing stuff like that way back then. I, right. I did some work with, with Little Kim, Foxy, and this is just a customizing part of the game where I go to Canal Street, buy the fake Gucci trench coat, cut it up for the fabric, and then just refit and re-outfit stuff with it. Nike Nike has stolen a lot of your shoe designs, right? Oh, they've definitely stolen a lot. Which they, ones have they stolen? 
They stole the uh, the the 11s that was burgundy. I had did those. I called those the Merlot 11s. Mm-hmm. Recently, they stole uh, reflective sixes. Like literally, that's the one that they actually stole to a T. Okay, because I was trying to figure out when you say they stole, they steal the actual design, but the shoe, the shoe is there. The shoe make they just model stole they make. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, they, they just okay. stole a custom. Got you, like, got you. And and honestly, and I don't you can't think, go after them because no, you yeah, can't because yeah, right. at at the and end of the day, I don't think Nike is stealing my stuff. There's a worker. That's in Nike. That's following my page, mm-hmm. and he can present it. So like, I don't think Phil Nice like. Let me see what the Knights are doing. You know, you never know. I mean, you, you, when Dapper Dan was here, think about it. He was just a kid, a guy in Harlem, and all the brands knew him. Yeah. And I feel like so, with Dapper Dan, there was like an uproar when that happened, and people were like, "You got to give Dapper Dan his credit. You guys are copying him." And that's amazing because mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Like, Dapper Dan, like, he's one of my inspirations. When I was putting Gucci on Air Force Ones and doing all that stuff in 99, it was because of Dapper Dan. Dapper Dan used to be the guy who was putting the Gucci and the Louis on other... and, and making it hood rich. You right. Know? right. So when he was doing that, I, I just think that for where he's at right now, I think if anybody should have been the first designer of our community to get put on by one of these brands, it should be Dapper. But you said, I saw you on Instagram, you said yeah. that uh, Dapper Dan doesn't know his full power. He doesn't. An influence on the at, at the same, yeah. At the, I, I thought that too when I was interviewing him, but. Like, I don't think he knows the power he has because one, Dap, and this is no disrespect to Dap, but I think he's just more, like, he's giving the power to the corporate brand of Gucci or Louis because he was gone for 30, what he said, 20 years? He was underground? But in that, that 20 years he was underground, what was he doing? He didn't make the Dapper Dan brand. He was just still doing the illegal copyright infringement. I, I think on with the Dap, though, I, I think the, the one thing with Dapper Dan was. He was doing it for so long and never was recognized. Yeah. And now that somebody finally recognizes him and he's finally getting paid, because I'm sure before he was taking L's and he was doing it really for the love, so now that he's finally getting paid, he feels happy. That's what makes him happy. Yeah. You know, so a lot of people were judging him like, oh, you shouldn't, but you can't tell that man who's been doing it for 40, 50 years, really not really getting no real big money now he's he's popping. Now he's being recognized. He just Most feels he just, he just feels grateful. And know? I don't know if anybody that from our community actually reached out to him and was like, "I want to invest in this. I want to yeah. help you start your own brand, and let's figure out the business behind it." Yeah, I, and, and he said that he said mm-hmm. that rap because rappers got him popping, and he said the rappers turned their back on him. Right. And 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 that's the, that's another thing with being a designer in this black community. The 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 crazy part about that that really sucks for us is that. The biggest threat to black-owned designers and black-owned businesses is black people. Ooh, break that down. For instance, I get a lot of celebrities hit me up. He said, yo, yo, I, I F with your brand. I love what you're doing. Yo, black-owned, I, I got your back. Send me some merch. <laughs> like, so I hit him back because one thing about me is I don't care how famous you are. I, and I told him, this is what I told him back, no disrespect. I said, listen, black-owned doesn't mean free. You know, like, you was asking a question. You was like, well, what if a black-owned brand came out and he had the, the glasses and the quality was the same as what you have, right? Yeah. And I brought these, and I know uh, DJ Envy is a watch dude, so I want you to open that up. And my watches have the Rolex motor in it. So I want you to look at it because you're a watch dude, and you'll understand. You'll see the quality. Waterproof, 1,000 meters, all that. You the make glasses, watches too? I make everything. Everything I have on from head to toe, I'm, it's all me. One thing about me, and this is why I hate when people ask me for free stuff, is because I feel like a sucker asking for some free stuff. These rappers or these celebrities are asking a black designer for some free stuff, and they won't do it to Gucci because if they do it to Gucci, Gucci's going to look at them like, oh, you broke. And we're more concerned about what the white people think about us Mm -hmm. than what we are concerned about what our own people think about us. That's a fact. So when we have our own that's actually really doing it, not cutting no corners, making real Italian leather shoes, like really doing it, 
And, and and at the end of the day, I actually make my shoes. Like, when I made this shoe, I made it myself. Like, I'm one of the only designers that can sit in a room with all the fabrics in the world and come out with an outfit, come out with a shoe from scratch. I go out of my way to buy from a black designer. Right. Or a black company. Like, I want to spend my money with I you. noticed that. I know. Yeah. And I appreciate that because you definitely put on for us. Just because you're a black designer don't make you dope. Well, exactly. No, no, I didn't say that. I'm not saying him, but I'm just saying, like, I just don't. These are fly. I would pay, I would pay for these. But a yeah. lot of people, if, if you put out I'm not gonna support it. No, but these, these are dope, and these are things that I, that I would support. But a lot of people just say, "Yo, I want to support. Yeah. Yo, I'm a black designer." No, that's real. Me. But a lot of stuff is. But no. that's why I specifically said that's that that day, if you have something that's the same quality, same yes. material, Absolutely. same everything, but it got a Gucci logo on it, you gravitate towards the Gucci instead of the black designer. But it, but see, but that's what it is. See, but like this. Nobody would know what this is. It's just yeah. dope. All right, we got more with sneaker and fashion designer Devlin Carter. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. EJ, Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Devlin Carter, fashion designer, sneaker designer. I know that you said you don't like to give stuff away, but sometimes that's how you find it. Like, for instance, yeah. right? I always look for the next type of thing. Like, when I came in and I see you, you had that jacket. You designed that jacket? Yeah, it's 100% python. And I made this jacket. Pause. That jacket and I made dope. this jacket. See, that's the type of stuff that I like because it's not something that you find in the store. It's right. limited. It's dope. Like, these sneakers, I would pick these sneakers up. Well, first of all, how, what are the prices on them? Okay, so the VV1s is with the Valley Victoria Volume 1. Those are 400 And the Sire oh, Runs man, is the other ones you got next prices, to. Man. Yeah, but see, I sell direct to consumer. And that's when I was saying that Dapper Dan doesn't know his power mm -hmm. because he has the name. He can sell direct to consumer. These are mm -hmm. seventeen hundred in the store. Can you make money with those prices? I make great money because okay. I'm direct to consumer. So the reason why I tell people like like Envy just seen those, he said that's seventeen hundred. If if say Neiman Marcus or Barney's wanted me, mm -hmm. they would still have to pay four hundred for the shoe, and then they can up price it or whatever. Right, which they, they do. How much does it cost for you to make a shoe? Uh, it just depends on the design. So like for instance, this is one thing people don't understand. You get the sole right, so you got a sole mold right. So like say this sole mold right here, the mold alone could be. $10,000. That's 10000 each size. Like, some people will be like, oh, you're charging, like, Envy knows quality. Mm -hmm. He said that shoe should be $1,700. At $400, he's not even sneezing at that price. But I get people to tell me, yo, your prices are too high. That's the most disrespect you could do. Uh -huh. If you don't know how much it costs to get these shoes out there, don't tell me my price is too high because you never say that about Gucci. Do you like to make them in limited amounts so that it makes the price like, okay, this is, you can only get it for this period of time? Honestly, I would love to make them in larger amounts, mm -hmm. but you have to cater to your audience. You can't take L's, especially this early in the game. Like, I've just started designing sneakers 2016. So, it's going to get to that level where I can make more. So what mm -hmm. I do do for my customers is I allow them to pre-order the shoes so they don't have to right. go through all the BS of, like, man, they sold out. And I'll keep them up for, like, three weeks. I'll and that way you also know how many you can make. Exactly. You know so then that sell. way you're not sitting on product. Now, what about if Jordan approached you after mm. <laughs> <laughs> and said, look, we would love for you to come in as a designer and do some collaborations. Is that something that you would want to do? Well... I did 11 years in the military, and then I got out, and I went to the Fashion Institute in San Francisco. And the first two quarters I was there, it was like, what do you want to do when you graduate? I said, I'm working for Jordan. But then after the third quarter of being in college, I started looking at the, 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 what they made, like, the, like the, the, the lead designer. So that's the guy that's been there the longest. And I think at the time, he was making like 300 and in that month when I looked, I had made 60000 selling a, a, a soul dye. I, I invented a dye that could dye rubber and doesn't come off. And in that one month, I had like sixty thousand. I was like, man, if I could have keep having months like this, I don't have to do the corporate BS. And then I had Under Armour uh, give actually um, offer me a job as a as a designer, 
And I had one quarter left in college, and I promised my daughters from being in the military that I wouldn't move anymore. Mm-hmm. I said no. So what's the vision for your brand? So one thing I do with my brand is that the people in the community that put the money into my brand, I actually put it back into the community. Like, I teach the FPCC kids. My kids, last Christmas, they got the design of Steph Curry 6. Mm-hmm. And we was his special guest at the thing. So now I'm doing the FPCC team. sat courtside with the kids and all we that. Sat, we sat courtside. Mm-hmm. LeBron, uh, Curry and them came over. They was on ESPN. And then now I'm doing the teenagers because I did the kids first because I don't want the teenagers to be like, I can't make that. But if you've seen an 8 to 13-year-old do it and you're 19, you have no excuse. I honestly don't care how far I make it in fashion as long as I'm able to keep giving back to the community and teaching the next, the next people behind me. I got to bring them up right. because I may, I'm 41 years old. I may not be the guy who changes the paradigm, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But maybe the kids I'm teaching, they may be the next Gucci, Louis. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for my brand, I just see my brand to continuous to be a real streetwear brand because I feel like you should not call yourself a streetwear brand if you're not giving back to the streets. Right. You know, we, we let all of these companies come in our community and make money off of us, and they do absolutely nothing for us. Like, everything that I make, I put at least 40% of it back into my community. If you know, and this is ballpark, don't want to yeah, be in yeah, your yeah. pockets, but there's a reason I'm asking. How much do you think you make a year doing what you do? I make over, I make six figures. And, and see, the reason I, I say that is, is there's kids out there, and I like to show them different ideas than yeah. just their typical thing that they see. You know, a lot of kids coming from the hood, they see basketball, they see football, they see baseball, they see rapper. Uh, producer, now they see DJ. There's so many different things, but I like to show them different things. They, they, they give a f- when you're making money. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. wants to be you unless they know you're making some break. Right. No, no, exactly. No, that, that's a fact. Like, I make, like, just last month alone, I made over six figures in one month for the. For that's the, great. Just selling these. The, a, lot the of kids, runners. a lot of kids are so damn creative, but like you said, they, they follow the money. And sometimes it's not about following money, it's following it's what your you passion. Really love and your passion. Yeah, follow you know your passion, and I, follow I respect your heart. That, man. And I appreciate that, man. Do you think a black designer can build? the type of brand that Gucci and Louis has without partnering with one of them? Most definitely. We can do it. Think about all of this, right? Like, and this is to, to knock back, not no disrespect to that, but this is something he said in the interview, and it struck me. He said, you asked him the question, he said, all the black brands failed. Remember that? Mm-hmm. They didn't fail. Sean Jones making $400 million a year. Tell me that's a failure. Mm. FUBU has made $7 billion. How's that a failure? All of those brands, you know what happened? They sold. So would you partner with someone? If the, if the partnership was right, I would. Because yeah. I think that what I'm doing is great enough to be on that larger platform. And I feel like as, as high as I rise, I'm going to continue to pull that ladder up. Like, yo, we got, like, for instance, Master P. I just had a conversation with Master P on Friday. He seen the shoe that Envy uh, uh, is holding. He seen that. He was like, I got to call this dude. So him, I talked to him and Juggy on the phone. He was like, yo, I want you to help me make a, a dope basketball shoe that could be worn with jeans that the D-Boys would wear. Because I seen he was doing his thing with uh, Alive Shoes, and I was like, bro, that's not ownership. They only give you $30 each shoe you sell, but it's their design. You have no control of where your logo goes. And when I broke that down to him, I said, yo, I can put you in a position where every shoe you design, you get 100% of the profits. And then a week later, he hits me like, yo, Master P was like, yo, I really appreciate that you did that. He said, our people don't do that. Well, I'll tell, tell you one thing. Out, out of all the, all the companies that, that come to you and all that, it's one thing that, that you have that they don't have and that they are looking for in their style. These, these yeah, I ain't gonna lie. You made me happy to hear Master P reached out to you because, boy, yeah. these, these, <laughs> he be having some rough <laughs> sneakers sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why, the funny, <laughs> I was like, man, thank look, God. Like I I'm, said, you have style. <laughs> look, like, the funny that, that, that look, the funny no thing designer has that you have. The funny thing about that is the reason why you Master P reached out to me, because they stole my soul. Like, the soul really? that's on that shoe, 
and I wasn't mad at him because I know he doesn't design the shoes. But I had a competition, and this shoe right here was the winner of the competition. And that's the way I reach out. I'm like, yo, I'll show a picture of my shoe. You Photoshop it to the color you wanted to come out in. And if we pick your shoe, not only am I going to give you the shoe for free, but I'm going to give you $500 and, and a gift bag of all the dope stuff that I make. You know, so I had a guy, he made this, and then the Munyadis had the same soul. <laughs> and then I looked up their company because I don't talk unless I do my research. So I did the research and they got like, the, it's an uh, influencer program. So every shoe that they sell, you only get $30. So the shoe's 300, they get 270, you get 30. What kind of split is that? Wow. You feel me? And then, but then you telling people that you're a black owned brand. No, you're not because you only get $30 off your shoe. It's only a okay. matter of time for you, my brother. So, Absolutely. Only a matter of time. So information to get, man. All right, so my, my Instagram page is at FBCC Bay Area and the clothing line is Sia Collective. So that's S-I-A underscore C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V-E, Sia Collective. You can follow any one of those pages and I keep the drops coming. All right, well, it's Devlin Carter. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you, sir. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, before we get to the rumors, Yee, you have a huge announcement, right? Drum roll, drummers. Yes. I'm really excited for this. This is the first ever annual Angela Yee Day. You know, last year the mayor gave me my own day. Yes. And so this year, August 28th, is the first time that I'm celebrating, and I wanted to make sure I did something really community-oriented. I'm from Brooklyn, so it's in Brooklyn at Restoration Plaza. Everybody's welcome. It's from 3 to 8. It's free all day. So you guys come out. VP Records is providing some artists because you know it's right before the West Indian American Day Parade. Right. So we do have Dovey Magnum, Noah Poa, uh, Naomi Cowan performing. Also, Christopher Martin, who was up here on The Breakfast Club, he'll be performing as well. And he did have the number one reggae album when it came out. So I'm super excited for that. So shout out to VP Records. And we're going to have all kinds of activities. The Brooklyn Nets will be participating and doing some really fun things with the dancers. They're going to be having a dance competition. We'll have all kinds of prizes. Envy's doing a backpack giveaway with us as well. That's right. So it's going to be a really great time. Um, Essentia Water, of course, Drink Fresh Juice will be there on the premises. And uh, shout out to DJ Nori, who's going to be DJing. We're going to have a great time. So everybody's welcome. Everything's free. Wingstop's giving away free wings all day. We got Suede Restaurant in Brooklyn catering also. It's just going to be a really fun-filled day. The Source will be out there. Um, a lot of things happening, so I'm just excited to be sharing this with you guys and having a really fun, free day for the kids and the families. And shout out to Top Pop. We're going to be providing uh, Pop, sparkling yeah. water and soda so as well. So there's going to be a lot of everything out there. Yay, so I'm excited. So make sure you guys come on out. All right, well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Wendy Williams. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. No, 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 no. So, Wendy Williams, she is saying that she knew all about what Kevin Hunter's discrepancies were for years. Or should I say indiscretions, not discrepancies, but his indiscretions for years. Now, he was, she was on with uh, Andy, Andy Cohen, on his Sirius XM show, and here's what she said. If the Daily Mail had not reported on that and taken those paparazzi pictures of him with the double I would have known anyway. I had my own. But do you think you would still be in it? My marriage? Yeah. Are you out of your mind? No, I don't know. Oh, well, John, he's out of his mind. <laughs> nah, that is a fact, because I remember in, like, 07, 08, Wendy came in the studio, and Wendy just started, like, she was like, Sharina Hudson, last known address, such and such and such, such and such and such. And she looked at me, and she said, you don't think I know what's going on? I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Because the young lady had left, she had dropped her license or something in one of Wendy's cars. Why you ain't tell her? Tell Put her, her up on game. 
when you say I don't know what you're talking about. That ain't my business. Uh-huh. All right, well, Wendy yeah, Williams also responded to rumors about her show coming to an end. The show will be on for until I say no. Absolutely. I'll say it is Wendy. And I'm not ready to go. Well, there you have it. She's not going anywhere. So if you thought different, it's not going down. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure they'll re- be renewing that show for a few more seasons soon. Now, let's discuss this whole Tyrese versus The Rock situation. We told you guys, you know, obviously you know that Tyrese wasn't too happy about the Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw spinoff. Well, that movie was number one, but Tyrese felt like it didn't do well. He said, I have to show my respects for one thing. He tried. Folks called me a hater and attacked me for speaking out. Breaking up the family clearly doesn't have the value that one would assume it does. You know what? Maybe just maybe The Rock and the crew will come dance with us again for Fast 10. So... Apparently, that movie was number one, though, and The Rock said, thank you, everyone, for making this an exciting first week of box office for our little spinoff, Hobbs and Shaw. Number one movie and $333 million worldwide ain't too shabby. And remember, the best way to shut the mouth of uh, is to flex with success and a smile. So that's what he did. All okay. right. I mean, yeah, I didn't understand why Tyrese came at him over 180. Now it's at 333. I don't yeah, it still that's sounds not, pretty good. Like, like good numbers. I don't know. But don't they still got to work with each other? That's crazy. I don't think that's ever happening again. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure The Rock is going to be like, no thanks. All right, and speaking of sh- uh, things coming to an end, Kenya Barris, his love story has come to an end, apparently. Uh, he's the creator of Blackish, and, you know, they also have Grownish and Mixed Dishes on the way. And the character on Blackish, Bo Rainbow Barris, is based on his wife in real life, uh, Dr. Rania Rainbow Barris. Well, apparently they have filed for divorce. So previously she had filed for divorce in 2014, but now it turns out that uh, he has filed for divorce from his wife. And I guess they've been having some real-life marriage problems. We actually had Rainbow Barris on lip service, and here's what she had to say about her marriage. What are some of the biggest compromises that you've had to make in your marriage? Realizing and learning that having equity does not mean being the same. And so I used to look for sameness to be equal. You know, well, I do this, so you should do this. But he will do other things mm-hmm. that I won't do. Right. And so I think for me, really just giving up the idea of us not being the same mm-hmm. has been like my biggest, it's been like a lifesaver, really, because it eliminates all that pettiness. All right. Well, tough times, I guess. And, I, you know, who knows? Maybe they won't go through it again, but maybe. So does that mean that... um Dre and Rainbow going to get divorced on the show? I think, I mean, it's not their real life permanently. And I think they had some issues on Blackish as well. Yeah, a lot of the struggles on Blackish yeah, were based, were based off real... the real life issues of Kenya and Rainbow. So I wonder if they're going to end up getting divorced on the show. Who knows? But then mm-hmm. I guess the show would end, you think? Or they could do a divorce dish. Maybe. Possibly. All right. And Sebastian Telfair, he's an ex-NBA player. And he has just been sentenced to three and a half years in prison for possessing yeah. an illegal firearm. Now, Sebastian Telfair doesn't do a lot of interviews, but he did come to the Breakfast Club earlier this year. And here's what he had to say about knowing that he, or was it last year? Here's what he had to say about knowing that he had a trial coming up. Are you nervous about the, the trial in December? Um, No, I'm not nervous. I mean, you know, I walk with God and that situation going going to be what it is. And um, it's nothing to worry about. It's got to, you know, focus on myself and... I really think out of that situation, I just can't get caught in situations like that. I'm not out looking to hurt nobody. I got a bunch of good things going on. There's no need for me to be caught in that situation like that. Damn, I know he wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's these mandatory sentences here, and he had a gun that was registered in, I think, in Florida, if I'm I not mistaken. I believe it was another state. Yeah. 
and uh, not here. So apparently now he's got three and a half years. You know how long three and a half years is? I know that don't sound long in the bigger scheme of like people yes, getting does. 20 years in life. But you know how long three and a half years is? Three and a half years is a whole nother presidential term. That's all your freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, half of your senior year. That's yep. a long ass time, bro. Very long time. Hold your head. Hold your head. Uh, Sebastian. Sebastian. Sebastian Telfair. And if you saw what happened while he was in court, you know, he really broke down. He talked about his daughter. He talked about not being able to see her, uh, you know. Yeah, that was foul. The yeah. judge could have cut that down. Man, the judge could have cut that down. Listen, y'all got to stop doing this. No, because it's not like he used the gun. He didn't use the weapon. He wasn't involved in the shooting. Some it was made registered mistakes, to him. It just not And it was registered. registered. It wasn't like it was a stolen gun. He made a mistake. Listen, the rules in New York are the rules in New York. I hate to say it, but we all know what the rules are. And he, I mean, and listen, he tried to say it was an illegal he, search because they, uh, the cops said they smelled marijuana coming from his car or something like that. And, you know, he wasn't alone in the car either. By the way, mm -hmm. do, oh, so, oh, so it was somebody else's stuff? Uh, listen, I don't know, but he didn't just get caught with one gun. He had like a, uh, he had, yeah, a, a Mac ten, two nines, bulletproof vest. No, one, two, three, three nines, a Mac ten, a bulletproof vest. Oh damn! Like, see, what? I'm gonna send you a picture of what he got caught with. He said in court, he said, he said Sebastian Telfair is going to jail for a victimless crime. He said, I'm 34. I can go play in China for six years and take care of my family. I'm waiting for my daughter right now to get her period. Real mental illness because I wasn't around. And Damn. he said, please don't take me from society right now. I, listen, Sheesh. I hate to see it. I don't think that, I don't. I hate to see it, man, but God damn. Yeah. Lord have mercy. All right. Well, I'm Angela. Hold Heath, your head, Sebastian. And that is your rumor report. My goodness. Charlamagne just sent me the picture. That much ammunition? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he had three loaded handguns, a submachine gun, ammunition, extended magazines, and a yeah. ballistic vest. I get it. He's lucky he only got three and a half, if we're being yeah. honest. In New York. All right. He Come was on, facing, man. I think, 15 years. That's wow. what I'm saying. He's mm -hmm. lucky he only got three and a half. God bless him. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that rumor report, Yee. Now, shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. And also, shout to Nori. I'm going to be doing drink champs today with oh, Nori. And a Shout out to Nori. Pull up. Drink champs. That's oh, right. man, you're doing it without me. We did it together last time. Yeah, I know. I'm going to do it with, uh, with Caesar this time. Me and Caesar, we're going to be talking about uh, real estate. We're going to be talking about a little bit of everything. You're going to make Nori cry, man, because there's no way Nori can look at Caesar and not think of big pun. And you know Nori and pun was Shut very, up, very cool. Shut up. Shut up. People's Choice mixes up next. I hate you, man. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now we got to shout uh, Devlin Carter for joining us this morning. Salute to Devlin Carter, man. I want y'all to go support Devlin Carter. Um, go check out his clothes. Go check out his sneakers. You know what's so crazy? What's My homegirl, Ashley James, uh, a.k.a. Poo Poo, a.k.a. Chuckhead. You know, uh, that's, that's really family. But My we, name is Poo Poo? Well, I call her Poo-Poo. As that's, a doodle? No, I don't know why. We, why do, I don't know why I call her Poo-Poo. That's a long-time family right. friend. What's but, up, Poo-Poo? But we was on family vacation uh, this summer, and she kept telling me about how my birthday present was supposed to be here, but it didn't come. And she actually had bought me a pair of Devlin Carter slides, and I did not realize that until after we interviewed him. Oh wow! It's these pair of red. It's a pair of red slides, and I and I actually had them on in Miami a few weeks ago. So. Yeah, people People have been out here um, rocking with Devlin Carter for a minute. Okay, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Oh, shout out to him, all right? Now, when we come back, we got the positive notes, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. And don't forget, my car show is going down September 7th. Make sure you get your tickets, all right? 
It's if you want to see what your favorite celebrities drive, like 50 Cent, Fabulous, Offset, CC Sabathia, Currency, Plies, Michael Strahan, just to name a few, Pusha T. Definitely get your tickets. It's going to be a lot of fun. Family fun day. We have bounties, jumpies for kids, face painting. He's going to have her, her juices out there to give away to people. Uh, juices for Life is sponsoring. There's so many people that's going to be in the building. It's going to be a fun day, so I can't wait to see you guys. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, man. And I also want to remind everybody that listens to us in Charleston, South Carolina on 99.3 The Box that uh, this Saturday, Monk's Corner, I'm doing my annual backpack and school supply giveaway at the Monk's Corner Recreation Complex, all right? Uh, 418 East Main Street in Monk's Corner, South Carolina. And it's a big-ass fish fry. So I got free plates of fried fish and shrimp while supplies last, and we're giving away backpacks courtesy of Spray Ground and um, school supplies. And Nyla Simone, my niece, is providing the soundtrack. So pull up on us from 12 to 4 this Saturday in Monk's Corner, South Carolina, okay? All right, the positive note is simply this. Never let an earthly circumstance disable you spiritually. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?